At Urban Farm Podcast, we are all about education, and April is Foliar Feeding Month. Have you heard of it? It is a super simple application of spraying liquid organic fertilizer on your trees and garden plants. The leaves, branches, and trunks are incredible at absorbing nutrients. And if your soil isn't great or your pH is off, foliar feeding is a quick and long-lasting fix to get your plants the nutrients they need. Want to learn more? Join us for our free online webinar on how to apply this amazing process to your gardens and fruit trees. Visit urbanfarm.org to sign up. That's urbanfarm.org. Greetings, urban farmers, gardeners, and healthy food visionaries. Farmer Greg here, and welcome to the 556th episode of the Urban Farm Podcast, where every day we work together to educate and inspire you to become part of your food revolution. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Greg Peterson coming to you from the Urban Farm in the heart of Phoenix, Arizona. And on today's podcast, we've got something really exciting to share with you. It's not a typical podcast. I am here with Bill McDormand, the co-founder and executive director of Rocky Mountain Seed Alliance, Bell Starr, the co-founder of Rocky Mountain Seed Alliance, an all-around cool person, and Janice Norton, who is our manager of all things important at the Urban Farm. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, so today what we're going to do is we're going to share with y'all about one of the projects that we started up a few years ago called the Great American Seed Up. And um, I think I'm going to toss it to Belle first to give her ideas about what is the Great American Seed Up. The Great American Seed Up. Oh, what a fabulous idea, especially since we created it. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an opportunity for people to get together in a conference setting and purchase seeds from buckets, big popcorn buckets. And the seeds are scooped with varying measuring devices like um, teaspoons, tablespoons, or quarter or half cups. And you buy by the scoop. So people come into this, this conference room. We, we've had up to seven, 800 people in the last several years. I think this was gonna be our sixth year of the Great American Seed Up. We've done seven of these babies. It would have been seven. Because the first year we were really crazy and we did two in the same year. But people come into the room and they can access over a hundred different varieties of seeds. They scoop them up, they tick them off on a little scorecard, what they've taken, one scoop, two scoops, etc. And then there's all kinds of education things that we do and things that they can purchase to enhance their seed saving or their seed growing experience. The whole genesis of this thing is, and, and Greg, you could talk to this, is that we need to get more seeds in the hands of people everywhere. And rather than just suggest that people store a bunch of seeds, the, the key in it is sharing. Storing seeds, growing seeds, saving seeds, and sharing seeds. And so that has been our commitment. And, and a lot of that is, is because of food. We all love food. We all love culturally appropriate food. And we have so much of it in the Southwest and we try to tap into that at the Great American Seed Up. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. And without local seeds, we can't have local food. Duh. Well, actually the duh is, I wish, I wish it was a duh, but I think Bill could tell you after working in this arena for 40 years that people are still coming to the realization and the awareness that local seeds are, are very important to creating local food. And there's so many reasons we can touch on those maybe in the course of the, the program today. Yeah, got to do the local seed thing, especially in light of what's happening currently. 
Oh, big time, especially with what's happening currently. So for me, this all started in 2011 when I attended seed school in Tucson. I came down and spent a week in Tucson learning from Bill and Bell and their crew down there about what is seed saving and storing and what does all that mean? And I got this bright idea. I remember running it by you down there when I was down there in 2011, Bill. What if I bought a thousand pounds of open pollinated seeds and stuck them in a freezer in my, you know, in my back room here at the urban farm? Then we would have a seed bank in Phoenix. What's the problem with that, Bill? The seeds get old. <laughs> and so, you know, they, they have a shelf life. And so even though you put them in a freezer, eventually, you know, they're going to start dying. And they're not adapting year to year as your climate is changing. Has your climate changed this summer? Oh, my gosh. This is brutal this summer. Yeah. The other thing that's key, of course, is that if you are one single individual saving a bunch of seeds in, in your home, how does that influence your neighborhood, your community, your region? your city. We want this thing to spread out like, like I was going to say wildfire, but that's probably not a good. Right. Well, and that's the, that's the other problem with it is the thousand pounds of seed in a freezer in my back room doesn't solve my goal, which was having 10,000 seed banks in people's freezers in Phoenix and have it, and then teaching them how to actually grow them out and save their own seeds. It's a lot of inventory to keep track of and a lot of, you know, stuff to pass around a big freezer with seeds in it. <laughs> right. Certainly inspiring people to think about that is one thing, but then I think if I'm not mistaken, there was a purchase involved here where you would be um, making it available to people everywhere. We really, it goes back to the other parable about the teaching a man to fish yes. and not giving a man a fish or a person, shall I say. That's what we're about is teaching people how to save seeds. So fast forward to 2014, Bill and Bell and I are sitting, having a conversation and it happened in like 15 minutes. And it was like, how do we get 10,000 or 100,000 people in Phoenix with their own seed banks so that they can be growing their own food? You want to speak to that, Bill? The idea for me came when I was had my small seed company for 28 years. And I had a customer who wanted to buy survival seeds. And we had a seed, a survival seed bucket at the time. And it had, I think, like uh, 43 different varieties of seeds in it. And this, I was talking to this customer on the phone from central Idaho. And she really made it known to me that this was for survival, that she thought the grid was going to go down. Something was going to disrupt supply lines for food in her grocery store. And so it was. she was real nice. And we talked. And then at the end of the conversation, I said something to the effect that, you know, it's not going to work. And she was kind of silent. She goes, what do you mean it's not going to work? She goes, the seeds don't work. And I said, the seeds work. I know the seeds, but I'm in the seed business. You know, all the seeds are good. It's just highly unlikely, first of all, that somebody could get 43 varieties of seeds to grow all in one year, you know, and to grow enough food to eat. I mean, you have to be a pretty good gardener to do that. And she immediately let me know that she was a good gardener and that didn't intimidate her. And I said, well, okay, but it's still not going to work. And she goes, well, what are you talking about? And I said, well, think about it. If, you know, our supply lines are disrupted and we're seeing more and more of this, even in our country, you know, we saw some of that um, during COVID for some items, you know, if our supply lines are disrupted for even three days and our stores are out of food, you know, to think that you're going to grow your own garden out of that and you're in an ocean of hungry people, you're the only one in your neighborhood doing this. 
And I reminded her that, you know, the average American has 2.2 guns. And so you can imagine what hungry people and guns are going to do if you're the only person gardening. And she was really silent for a while this time. And then she said, so what do I do? I'm really worried. And I said, well, you know, the only real answer is to get your whole community to do this so that everybody has gardens and seeds. Now way nobody's fighting over them. You don't need guns. Everybody's sharing. You have, if anybody's saved their own seeds out there, you know that the real problem is the abundance that it creates. It's almost an anxiety. What do I do with all these seeds? Right. And so it's time to share them. And so immediately she hung up the phone. She almost didn't say goodbye. She said, I'll call you back and was gone. And I thought, wow, that was a weird conversation. And about two, three weeks later, she called back. And I was really surprised to hear from her. And she said, I have figured it out. And I said, so what did you figure out? She said, I figured out how to get everybody in our community to grow seeds, you know, to grow a garden and have seeds. And I said, wow, okay, what do you need? And she said, well, I need seeds for about 1,300 people. And so we started trying to put together an order for her. And every time we did that, it came up, it was way too expensive. And I got to thinking about it. And 90% of the cost of a packet of seeds is the packaging and getting it to them. That's how all seed packets are. Whenever or however you buy a packet of seeds in this country, that's about the, the pricing ratio. There's less than 10% of the cost of that packet are the actual seeds. So I said, let's get rid of the packaging. Let's get you the bulk seeds and you guys package them somehow. And that's what they'd worked out. She got the Mormon church on a Sunday, the largest one in their area, to put out big bowls full of the seeds that we sold. I sold bulk amounts of pounds. And they bought blank seed envelopes and put pens and pencils near them and put little scoops in the bowls. And then they had written instructions up around each one. And so everybody after church went through the line, picked out the seeds they wanted, wrote on it the information, the instructions, and the names, and took their seeds home. And in that way, a community self-organized and got 1,300 people their seeds with, you know, wholesale cost. And so that was the idea for the Great American Seed Up that day with Greg. We thought, wow, maybe we can do this in Phoenix. Maybe if we set up a big hall and got all of these seeds there and got people to come down and then all day long while people show up, we'll teach them how to save their own seeds, free education workshops. And so uh, the first one was successful. And we've been building on that success now, as Bell said, through seven of her six or seven events. And so to the point now where we've got tons of seed, literally seven or eight hundred people showing up. So. Yeah. Well, we had, I think it was 880 last year, wasn't it, Janice? Yeah, we had about 700, almost 700 a couple of years ago, and it went up to a little over 800. I think we're about 850 last year. Yes. Wow. So imagine for a moment walking in a room. This is a 7,000 square foot room with over a hundred different varieties of open pollinated seeds in popcorn buckets. That's what we use. We use popcorn buckets and scoops. And when you walk up to say the Armenian cucumbers and the scoop is tablespoon and the price on it is a dollar and a quarter and there's a Ziploc bag there that you pick up. You put your scoop of Armenian cucumbers in the bag. You grab a business card because we have business cards printed for all of these different varieties of seeds. You grab a business card, you slide it in the bag, and you make a mark on your sheet for checkout. And that was a dollar and a quarter. And the response has been amazing. And then what happens? 2020 hits. And we're sitting here looking at, all right, how do we put 800 people in a room? Well, we don't. So, Bill, what did we do? 
we did the only logical thing, I, I think, and that is since the rest of the world's gone online with everything, we decided that we would go online with the Great American Seed Up. And that's the kind of the genesis of Seed Up in a Box. Truthfully, I don't remember actually, you know, coming up with the idea exactly, other than certainly how many of us buy seeds online. It's already, it's already a platform we're familiar with. We certainly didn't want to replicate any efforts that are being made by our fellow seed companies out there. That wasn't the intention. We still think of education first with the event because mm -hmm. that's why we bring people together. But the idea that we could provide this mini seed up experience for neighborhoods and communities and churches and garden groups and small scale farmers. And holiday and, gifts. And holiday gifts. The idea that that could happen and we could find a little niche there to serve our constituents who have come to depend on the seed up every year seemed like a really natural thing to do. So that was the, that was the genesis of it. And then the way in which we've been organizing it and figuring out how to price it and has been a, a real labor of love, shall we say. It's been quite an onerous task. And thankfully, Janice, is, Janice and Bill have, and you, you guys have been really hashing through all those uh, details and metrics and figuring out how, how do we create a seed up in a box that would somehow replicate the great American seed up experience and give people enough tools and enough information and, and actually materials that they could do it themselves or not. It's up to them. Yeah. So what does that look like, Bill? The magic of the Great American Seed Up is that we get seeds almost directly from the farmers. I have a friend that I've known for a long time who actually contracts farmers to grow bulk amounts to seeds. We went out looking for, you know, the great land race varieties that have, you know, served people in regions from all over the United States, actually, for a century. Like storied names like Black Seeded Simpson Lettuce and things like that. And there are not that many growers left that do it in a large enough quantity that makes sense for us in the seed up now. So we went looking for those sorts of things. And the magic was that we could get them to you directly. You know, we didn't even you just pour them in a bucket and, and folks would scoop them out. And so with COVID and we lose that availability, people can't come and scoop their own out. So what do we do now? We don't want to be a seed company. We don't want to package them up, you know, and compete with all the other really great seed companies. There's, there's so many new ones and there's local ones. And I, you know, we support everyone supporting those. Those are some of the most important institutions in your in your area. And we're not here to try to compete with that. However, if you need bulk amounts of seeds, our idea is to provide you with a chance to put on your own seed up. And so we want to find a way to divide up what we do into community-sized packages that we could then you could have access to to put on your own seed ups and take advantage of the fact that people package their own seeds. And so that's the basis of the idea of seed up in a box. Well, and it saves a massive amount financially on these seeds. I think last time I bought a, a packet of basil seeds, there must have been maybe 50 seeds in the packet and it was $3. When our scoop of basil seeds, it's four grams. That's what makes the seed up so valuable as a resource for a community because the the amount of seeds can service a whole different array of needs for a single person who wants to keep them for a long time and we teach that too how do you store your seeds safely yeah or if somebody has a community garden or 
a uh, small market enterprise or they want to put up their own, you know, they want to put on their own seed up in a box. There, there's so many seeds. And those people who have been to the seed up know how insane it is and how yeah. crazy it is, the value. Just as an example, our starter bundle, which is going to be 25 varieties, we're looking at 10 portions or 10 packets, Great American style, Great American seed up style. The cost on the average is 64 cents per packet for each of the 25 varieties. Now that's, we've taken a huge sweeping average here, but the point being that nobody pays 64 cents for a packet of seed anymore. Right. Even when it's on sale. Even when it's on sale. And that is really the bonus here. We have figured out a way to get your community invigorated with seeds and educated with seeds because with every seed up in a box that people buy, there is a member portal that, you get to go learn from. You know, the interesting thing that we were talking about was we wanted to make this accessible to more people. And not everybody can host a seat up of their own. We wanted to make it something manageable and make it a community size. So that was the great idea that Bell and Bill came up with was to maybe start sizing this down to something that is a custom is excuse me, is customizable to smaller groups. And that's where our portions came in. We decided to make them in Portions for 10 people. Portions for 10 people, and we have 75 different varieties of seeds. So, Janice, how did we go about breaking that down so that somebody could come to us and say, you know what, I want to do a seed up for 10 of my friends, and what does that look like? Oh, my gosh. I love this part of it because this is puzzle-solving and problem-solving organization, and that was the part that excited me about this. So Bill went through and selected out of our over 100 seeds, 75 of the most useful collection, the most affordable, the best ones that we had in our group that was going to be a work for this program. And then we grouped them into packet or sections of 25 varieties. And each of those 25 varieties, we set up into a bundle. So we have the starter bundle. We have bundle number one, bundle number two, bundle number three. And those individual bundles have 25 different varieties in them. That is enough for 10 people. If you broke those up, that's 250 packets of seeds in each one of those bundles. That was mind-blowing when you consider the price of it. Starter bundle number one the start is $160 for 250 generous portions of seeds. The original seed up idea was to make our scoop sizes um, twice as much or more as you would get in a normal packets of seed. And, you know, our scoops, out, and then we charge 75 cents or whatever per scoop. And so that's what you're getting. You, you know, these are, uh, when she says they're, you know, giant size packets, they're double at least. And some of them are four times what you would normally get. And so, well, and our basil with four grams is 10 or 20 times. Well, you know, some of them are like that. And we tried to select the varieties to do that. And Janice, right. I have 28 years experience in a small, you know, mail order C company. And so the 25 varieties in that first bundle are ones that everybody buys. I just, you know, most people that come to buy seeds at a small seed company, they're going to pick those things yeah. first. And the idea is that that you would maybe uh, save some time, pick one of those bundles, and then go through the other 50 things that we sell, and you're going to be able to buy, you know, a 10-pack 
as she was saying, of any of those. Or if you're, you know, you're going to scale up for a community, you have 100 people coming to your own seat up. Or if you're in a homeowners association or a church or a garden club or whatever, you can scale it to the size of the group that you have and do your own event. So one thing we haven't mentioned, which is key, is that we have these three different bundles available and they have an assortment of different things, but we have selected the most popular and accessible seeds for each bundle, one, two, three. Then we have a price for all three bundles if you're really going to the mat with this, hopefully you are, and involving your community and, and that's an exciting prospect to you. But then we also have separate pricing. You can buy things individually with a, a minimum. Yeah, so when you actually come to the Great American Seed Up website, don't expect to be buying one packet of seeds. This, these are designed at a community level to immediately impact the seed security and seed sovereignty in your, in your neighborhoods. Because of the way we did this, we made sure that this was something that the pricing was even lower than somebody who comes to our seat up. Our normal seat up, our prices are $0.75, cents, $1.25, or $2 for some of the bigger, like corns and stuff. So even our normal prices for our smallest scoop was $0.75. Cents. Here, our average scoop out of all of the groups is $0.74. Cents. So this is still a savings over our general seat up. When, and so... But we sell some of the packets for, or some of the seed scoops for 75 cents. We sell some of them for a dollar and a quarter, and we sell some of them for $2. That's what we do on our end. The way we designed the seed up in a box was that you could actually buy this and do your own seed up and make money. Yeah, that's the idea is to split it with you <laughs> in a way right. and make this work for everybody. And it, again, it seems almost impossible that you could deliver twice to four times the seed to people for half or a third the cost and have, you know, work out for all of us, but that's what's baked into the price of a packet of seeds normally. There are middle people all the way down the line that are, you know, profiting somehow. Almost no small seed company in the country grows and packages and sells its own seeds. And so what we've done is allowed you to get really close to the grower. And we are just centralizing it a bit, and then you get to be, you know, the delivery and get close to that. So we're hoping that communities start doing their own seed ups. It really is the most efficient way to get huge amounts of open pollinated seeds in the hands of populations. And hopefully there's enough surplus in the whole process that you can do what we do, which is teach people how to save their own seeds all day long. And then it becomes a truly important community activity. Yeah, the education is so important. And remember, if you buy a seed up in a box, you get a whole bunch of classes. What do we have in the membership area, Janice? Well, we have three videos of Bill and Kari put together on seed storing, seed saving, and seed starting. And these are really jam-packed information on exactly what somebody might need in those areas because education has always been a key feature of what we do. And then after that, we've right now we've added bunch of seed chats which are like opening up another fire hydrant of a chat with bill mcdormand and getting a ton of information now in our portal which we have set up right now there are links to several 
dozen seed chats and they're identified on the topics. So if there's a certain topic that you're interested in, we've got different seed chats that you can zero in on. Nice. Yeah. And that comes with the seed up in a box. It's free. Just, just wanted yeah. to mention that Kari Spencer from the Micro Farm Project is also a principal with the Great American Seed Up, one yes. of our founders and creators. And the other thing worth mentioning, I think, is the fact that now that we're in this new paradigm, shall we say, and you may have seen articles about this, seeds are selling incredibly fast. A lot of our friends who have seed companies we have heard from and seen postings from that they, they have not been able to keep seeds in stock. It seems that when we have different kinds of stressors on our communities and society, that people seem to go to things like seeds. We'll leave it at that. And so learning how to an garden. And, and how to garden. It's the, the old victory garden model that we yeah. had back during the war. So just knowing that, that you can get hold of seeds right now and keep them because you'll learn how to store them is a good thing. And I'm not suggesting that there's a, you know, a fear thing going on here. It's just the reality of the current circumstance, like I said. And we all need to get smart about this and join together and, and figure out how to get through this in a way that, that's going to serve us all. Amen. Anything else to add, Bill? Well, <laughs> nobody's coming to do this for us in our communities. Nobody's coming to save us. This is us. We're waking up and trying to use all the tools that we can. We're open to suggestions how to make these things better. But after, you know, six years, we're, uh, we've been through a lot. It took a lot of learning and trial and error to figure out how to do this. It's taken hundreds of volunteers that have shown up over the years to help us. And so these systems, you know, we got a pretty good idea of what you need to do and what you don't need to do to get one of these to be successful. And that's what you will be buying into when you get this. You're not just getting seeds and bags and you're getting, you know, the methodology about how to interface with your community to make this a success, because that's what we really want. We want success. We want it to be like Phoenix now. How many people do you think in Phoenix now have come through the seat up and, and some sort of course about how to save their own seats. I mean, it's thousands, thousands. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. What a great idea. Just, just so people understand that this is not something that you can go online and search for. It is. I mean, for us, it is great American seat forward slash in a box. But what I was going to say is that this is really unique. This comes from, from years and years of experience and ingenuity and, just sheer vision and stubbornness that we have this idea, this vision that this could happen and we actually have worked together to make it happen. So we want this to be a real gift to the community and, and please see it as, as that because it, this is not just out there. You can buy bulk seeds. I would love for people to check, to check, you know, to check the prices on bulk seeds just to compare what we have because I think everybody will find that the seeds are incredibly uh, well-priced, a great value, and less than what you would even pay in bulk. But again, to make this available to people in communities to, to do their own education and, and sharing is, is really vital, especially now. Any last thoughts, Janice? Well, one of the important things that we wanted to do was to make education available because that is what we're doing. And creating this system on the fly from scratch took a lot of hard work from our team. And we have a website that is now set up to do what we used to do over two days with getting education out, letting people see what kind of seeds are there, finding out which the information on these different varieties and picking and choosing what they want. So that part 
I'm really proud of what our team did. Yeah. Amen to that. So yeah, me too. When it's been a real honor. And yeah, big time. So when you buy a seed up in a box, say you buy the 25 seed variety for 10 people, what you get is education. We've harped on that a lot. You get enough seeds for 25 varieties for 10 people. You get the bags, you get the business cards, and you get the methodology of how to do it. So if you want to hold your own public or semi-private event, we give you the education on how to do that yourself. And don't forget, every bundle comes with Bill McDormand's basic seed saving book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that you get one copy of that. If you want more copies, we can get you that too. And for the, the many seed ups that happen, when you arrange your own seed up out there, your participants will learn how to get access to the online classes. We will give you the information that you can share. Well, awesome. Thank you all for joining me. We did miss Kari, unfortunately, and it would have been great to hear from her. But I think we did a rocking job of sharing what the Great American Seed Up is all about and how you can do your own. I just encourage you to think about it. Visit greatamericanseedup.org and think about doing your own seed up. You will be so happy and have so much fun. It is an amazing, amazing event. And yeah, just things happen in the world because somebody says so. Are you that person out there that's going to say, you know what, I'm going to do a seed up in my neighborhood. Just do it, to be cliche. <laughs> Thank you all very much. And uh, as I like to say, farm out and we will catch you on the flip side. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Urban Farm Podcast. Remember to listen for tips, advice, and resources to help you on your journey with urban farming. You can find us on the web at urbanfarm.org or send us an email to podcast at urbanfarm.org. In the words of Vincent Van Gogh, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Be encouraged that with each lesson learned and skill developed, you are one step closer in the direction of your dreams. One of the first things that many of us learn when we start to garden is how to water and fertilize the soil. But there is an exception to this rule and it's called foliar feeding. You should foliar feed or water the leaves of your plant with liquid fertilizer when you want certain nutrients to be absorbed better. Not only are the leaves great at uptaking liquid fertilizer, if your soil isn't very good or your pH is off, foliar feeding can help your veggies and fruit trees quickly get the nutrients they need to thrive. If you're ready to start foliar feeding for maximum growth yields and quality, head on over to urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves to see our selection of foliar feeding products. That's urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves.